0: Welcome to the Campus Outreach Podcast, where we want to equip you to make your college years count for eternity. I'm your host, Tyler Rolison, also known as T-Roll. And today we have a very special guest, a very close friend of mine, a uh, fellow West Georgia graduate, my good buddy, Hamilton Phillips, who is on staff at the University of Alabama. Hamilton, what's up, brother?
1: What's up, T-Roll? How you doing, man?
0: Doing good, man. Doing good. I'm so glad that you're here. On the podcast with us. I've, I've actually, there's a handful of people on staff that I've, you know, I've I'm, I'm been really excited to do some podcasting with. You're definitely on that short list of, I just can't wait to get a recording in with you. So yeah, baby, let's get fired up. My heart is full for this one. All right. Uh, to, let's start here, Hamilton. Um, some people listening may know you, but there's also a handful that probably don't know who you are. Can you tell us just a little bit about your Your background, maybe where you're from, obviously where you went to school, what you studied, what you're doing now, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Gainesville, Georgia, uh, and actually went to the University of West Georgia. Shout out Wolves. That's right, go Wolves. And I was in a fraternity in college, and I actually became a Christian in college around my sophomore year. uh, In a Bible study through campus outreach, I got really involved, went on a few beach projects, things like that. And then, uh, after graduation, uh, spent a year over in Australia with campus outreach. And then through my experience with that, just decided, I I really don't think there's any better way I could use, uh, some gifts and things God's given me than to go and just spend time on the college campus, trying to talk to guys about Jesus. That's what I've been doing since then. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And we actually,
0: you and I got to work together for a handful of years at West Georgia, some fond memories. Mm. Um, and now you're doing it at Alabama too. So That's Right.
1: Roll Tide. So we're here
0: in Tuscaloosa. Shout out to uh the Crimson Tide. I know there's a, there's a lot of uh a S- lot of Bama
1: fans listening. So. SEC basketball champs.
0: <laughs> That's it, man. All right. Well, let's do this. We are going to jump into our topic today. Uh, we're talking about prayer. Um so we we have brought on a uh, an expert in prayer, Hamilton Phillips, of course. Ham, why don't you do this to start? Can you just tell us
1: uh, simply what is prayer and why is it just so important? It's a great question. Uh, so if you go look up prayer in the dictionary, it literally says a solemn request for help or an expression of thanks addressed to God. If you will go into the second one, it just says an object of worship. So I, I like that second definition. I I think prayer is an object of worship. It's a way to connect to God. Uh, Two analogies the Bible uses the most talking about us and our relationship to God is either that of a father and a son or that of a husband and a wife. And I just think prayer is a great expression. So I have a son, and man, the best way we connect is when he comes, talks to me, he asks me for things. Uh, We talk, we want to hear about what's going on in his life, but he comes to me if he's got trouble, his heartaches. But I, th- I think the idea of a husband and wife is the best picture of what prayer is. It's, it's just communication uh, between us and God. So, for instance, if I told you my wife, Brooklyn, if I said, hey, we have a really good marriage, but uh, we always talk for about 30 minutes every Sunday morning, what kind of marriage do you think we'd have? Yeah, I would question how how close, how deep your relationship, your, your marriage is. Yeah, you'd probably be able to say, man, I don't really know if that guy's got a great relationship with his wife. And I think prayer is very similar. It is the best way, outside of reading the Word, that we connect with God. The Word is how He communicates with us, and, and prayer is a great gift that we have to communicate with God. That's good, man. Love that.
0: Now, Hammond, your
1: experience
0: on staff... Um, what what are some of the common misconceptions you have seen that college students have about prayer?
1: Yeah, I, I think one of the big ones is is that it's kind of this super religious thing that you just do. That maybe it's something you do at church, or it's just something really deep and spiritual that you do. Uh, probably the greatest, maybe worst misconception I hear is prayer is only something I do when I really need something from God. Mm. Almost if you treat God like he's like an ambulance driver. You only call an ambulance driver when you're in big trouble, when you're hurt, or when, you, when you're in an emergency. I think most, uh, most of the time, a lot of the misconceptions I'll hear about prayer is it's just like an ambulance driver. You're just dialing 911. If you got a big test, if somebody's sick, if there's some big emergency. But prayer is just so much more than that. It, it is a great connection with God. Mm. And when when do you think prayer really
0: became such a big part of your life?
1: Yeah, uh, so I, I think uh, it really started with me towards the end of my time in college. And uh, something I'd love to talk about is is just some of the benefits of prayer. And one of the big benefits for me was when I do sin, when I blow it, when I mess up really big— Uh, that prayer is actually one of the greatest gifts, is we get to go and pray to God. And So I think in college, that's where it really started for me, is I blew it a ton in college. And just really getting to go and pray and and ask God for forgiveness is really where it kicked off. And then I I think from there, just getting to see how God really moves in prayers. He loves answering our prayers uh, and hearing us. I talked about a father and children. When my son comes to me and asks for something— if it's something I want to give him or something I think is going to benefit him or something that's good, I really get happy to just answer him, to say, yeah, buddy, I'll get that for you. Mm. And I think God's the same way, is that he really wants to answer our prayers. Yeah. That's such a beautiful picture,
0: Think of that, just the connection to your son. And I, I like hearing your story, too, and thinking, I mean, I did know you briefly at West Georgia, so I know when you say you blew it, we I did as well, we all do, we all have at some point. But even just thinking about your experience, like, yeah, there were probably times at the beginning where prayer was calling an ambulance driver for you, right? When things were better. Oh, yeah. Right? But then as you grew and matured in your walk with God, it, it I guess it's safe to say it became so much more than just that.
1: Yeah, it, it became so much more. I, I said earlier that prayer is an act of worship, and, right. and I really believe that, is that uh, I think prayer is the greatest connection we have with God. There's a quote I love. Uh, it's from a guy named... Uh, Charles Spurgeon, he's an old dude, he's dead, but he really loved Jesus uh, and was a really smart guy. So this is a great quote he's got. He says, it's my own soul's conviction that prayer is the greatest power in the entire universe. Mm. And I really believe that prayer, I really b- believe that quote is that prayer is so powerful uh, in, in many different facets as far as us worshiping God, just adoring Him for who He is, confessing our sin, just the the ways we've blown it, thanking Him, and then Probably one of the biggest ways is just the way God supplies us. He wants us to call to him. He wants us to to come and ask him different things. If it's an interview job you have, if it's somebody that's sick, you want them to be healed. Yeah, I think just God really loves answering prayers. Mm. And I think God really answers all prayers. Sometimes the answer is no or not right now. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think God really gets a lot of joy out of answering our prayers. Yeah, that's
0: such a that's such a good distinction. It's not always the thing we want to hear necessarily, but we are getting an answer. Mm. So. Um, what what happens if we don't take prayer seriously and give our prayer life, I'd say, like the proper attention that it needs? Does that make
1: sense? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. Uh, I, man, I, I really think uh, our prayer life so important. Uh, I, I think one of the threats in your life as a Christian, especially if you're a young Christian, if you're listening to this, and uh, maybe you're a sophomore, junior, senior, you've, you've been a Christian a few years, you're growing in your faith is that we can really kind of get in a, I'd say, a rut of, man, if I'm just doing pretty well, I'm reading my Bible, I go to church, maybe I'm in a Bible study or something, that, man, we just kind of get this this false feeling that, man, I'm doing really well in my walk with God. And that might be true, but the reality is the, the greatest measure of, man, our connection to God, I, I really think is our prayer life. And so I, th- I think one of the threats uh, in your life is there's a lot, there's a lot of threats. If your prayer life's not healthy, I think one of the biggest ones is you're just missing out on a lot of the benefits of having a relationship with God.
0: Mm, Yeah. And we, we want to make the most of every opportunity we have in our walks with God and prayer is so important. So in light of that, Hamilton, what would you say are some sort of tips or advice maybe that you would give to someone who wants to take their prayer
1: life to the next level? That's great. That's a really good question. Um, I think uh there's a lot of reasons to pray and i I think there's a lot of ways to do it um if if there's any direction or anything I could give you uh I think a great place to start some tips uh on prayer is one this this sounds very stupid, very simple is really just do it to to spend time if it's early in the morning if it's late at night if it's during your day just spend time talking to God uh all throughout the bible uh there's over 450 recorded prayers so 450 times we're seeing somebody prayer pray and I think there's over 350 or 400 answers to those prayers and so all throughout the bible man we see we see just these prayers and so I I think some tips if you're like man I don't really know how to to pray I feel like I just stare at a wall and you know after a few Mm -hmm. minutes I really check out mentally I'm super ADD um I could sit down and try to pray, and 30 seconds in, I'm like, hey, what am I doing? Right. What am I talking about? And so I, I think some tips to prayers. One, you need to remind yourself, that, man, there's a lot of benefits to it. There's there's probably 30 or 40 good reasons I could tell you why you should pray. Uh, I think a, a, a few of them. Here's, here's four or five really good reasons. Let's hear them. I think you should pray. Two really simple ones. One, Jesus did it. Uh, if you go read the Bible, there's there's over 25 times recorded of Jesus praying. He's pulling apart if he's in great distress or if things are going really well in his life we just see him constantly praying uh, i think another one is that the bible just commands us to pray over and over and over there's these calls and commands to to pray without ceasing that doesn't mean you don't just ever stop praying it just means throughout your day throughout your life you are constantly communicating talking with god so jesus did it the bible commands us to but i, I think one of the those two that should be enough right. those two things man the Jesus did it and the Bible tells us should be enough to make us say, man, I should probably spend time praying, calling out to God. But I think there's a lot of them. Uh, If you go read Luke 11, uh, I believe it's verses 5 through 13, somewhere in there, uh, there's a story where Jesus is talking about prayer. And he talks about it. He gives an analogy like a friend who's really needy and needs something, and he comes to his friend late at night, and he's banging on this guy's door. It's late at night, but he gets up and actually answers the guy at the door. He helps him out. And I think if you go read that story, there's a lot you could take from it in regards to prayer. That's what Jesus is talking about. One of the great quotes in that passage, he says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek, you will find. Knock, and the door will be open for you. And so if you go read that story, the guy in that analogy that Jesus given, he's just really needy. He doesn't have anything to offer, and so he's going to his friend uh, to to help him out. And so I, I think that's probably one of the biggest ones is, man, we're just really needy. I think in, in 2021, uh, in our culture, we may not feel really needy. We feel like we kind of got our acts together. I can provide. I can do all these things. But we're just super needy. So I, I think that's a big one. Mm-hmm. But of all the reasons, Jesus did it. The Bible commands us. We're really needy. We need God. I think prayer is so powerful and it works and it leads to life change. I think for us individually, it leads to life change. If you've got things you're struggling with in life, I know for me in college, I was in a fraternity. Uh, Man, I really struggled with kind of the party life. Like I loved going to bars and going to parties and just kind of living that life. And I really didn't know how to get out of it. But it was when I started praying and saying, God, would you change the affections of my heart? Would you change the things I want in life? Change my heart. And, and he really started doing those things. It didn't mean I didn't still struggle, but he started changing me from the inside out. Yeah. And so I, I think if you want to see your own self change, but even if you've got people around you, I know a lot of people listen to this. You might have friends or family that you're like, man, I just really want them to know Jesus. I don't know how to talk to them about that. I don't know how to do that. The greatest thing you could ever start doing is just praying for them, saying, God, would you save? Would you change the heart of my friend? Of all the way, reasons to pray, there's a ton. We're needy. Jesus did it. Mm-hmm. The Bible pray- commands us to do it. But I, I, I said this at the beginning. I think the greatest reason to pray it's not so much the gifts or the things we're asking God for. It is that we get the giver of the gifts. Mm-hmm. We get a deep relationship with God. Same thing I talked about my son earlier. He comes to me often just asking for things. and I'll, Most of the time I really want to get them for them or do them for them. If it's, you know, uh, he wants to do this or that or go to this place or that place, usually I want to do it because I think it's, it's going to give him a lot of joy. I want to answer it. But the greatest relationship I have with my son when he comes to me, it's not so much the things he asks me for. It's when he'll come sit in my lap and just say, Daddy, I just want to sit with you. I just want to be with you. Uh, yeah. I, you know, If I'm sitting watching basketball or something, he just comes and sits in my lap and he'll look up at me and just say, Daddy, I want to sit with you. I think that's the greatest gift of prayer is this the closeness we get with God. And so, um, yeah, if there's one great practical tip I could give you. So I could tell you all the reasons all night long why you should pray. There's a ton of them there's any practicals I could give you, if you go look in in Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13, it's a passage many people, especially in the South, are really familiar with. It's just the Lord's Prayer. Mm -hmm. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us for our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. If you played sports or anything growing up in the South, you might have just... Randomly yelled that out before game, just to try to yeah. get you fired up. I'm not <laughs> really sure. sure if that did anything, but maybe you scored, a, got a couple extra rebounds or something. Tradition, you got to say it before a football game. <laughs> got to. And so I, I, I think if you go look at that passage, literally Jesus' disciples, they keep seeing Jesus praying over and over. The perfect, sinless Son of God. He sees his need for prayer, and they're like, "Man, maybe we should start doing that." And they just go to Jesus and say, "Hey, Jesus, tell us how to pray." And he really just gives them this model. You don't have to pray these exact words. But it's a really good place to start. So I'd, if there's any practical advice, I'd say go read this passage. And Jesus kind of gives us this model. He he shows us uh, how to adore God. Just praise him for who he, who he is. Hallowed be thy name. He talks about confession. God, would you forgive us of our sins? He thanks God uh, for many things, for our daily bread. And then he asks him to supply. Would you supply? Would you get me through this day? So I think you could take that model and just implement many different things how to pray and and if you get really sucked this is what I do a lot if I'm like man I know I need to pray I've got specific things I want to pray about but I don't really know how to pray to get closer to God you can just go start in the book of Psalms the book of Psalms sorry a little (laughs) frog in my throat it's okay yeah go start in the book of Psalms It, it is the longest book in the Bible and most of the chapters in there are just prayers people have said it's a great book yeah go ahead take a sip of water man I'm dying now. <laughs> <laughs> you you
0: don't have the uh, the COVID right now, do you? I have already had the COVID. Okay, well, hopefully you've overcome it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can cut all this <laughs> if you want.
0: Yeah, I don't do much editing on these things, man. We just kind of let them roll. But that's I'm good. Let, let me say this: um, prayer is obviously important. I think I think every Christian that's listening will know that. It's like it's something we all know, but there are people who just struggle to do it well struggle to stay consistent so i i really believe everything you've said here tonight is a huge blessing for our listeners um so the last thing i'd say and we can wrap it up here is and and it could be as simple as not own, I don't have anything do you have anything else you want to say before we 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 turn the microphones off and, and and shut this one down because i think it's been really good and i think everyone who's listened to it's going to be really blessed by it
1: yeah i, I would say this is that prayer in some sense it is a discipline it's something you've you've got to, in some sense, practice to do. And here's a great application, is after you listen to this, if you feel convicted or you're like, man, I don't pray. Some some of you may be like, man, I don't pray ever. Like, I pray before meals, and I pray at church, and that's about it. Yeah, I think, man, it just starts with saying, God, I, I want to have a deeper connection with you. I'm going to take five minutes out of my day, turn my phone off, and I'm just going to pray. And it could start with, I'm going to read a passage of Scripture I'm just going to pray to God about it. Yeah. And then the things that come to your mind for that day, if it's a test you've got coming up, if it's uh, man a friend you have that you're like, man, I really want this person to know Jesus. Man, just start praying about those things. I really think the more and more we pray, we realize how powerful God is, how good he is, how, how he answers prayers, and how he calls us closer to himself. And we just learn more and more just if God is totally in control, if he's, Totally sovereign. He's powerful over everything. Yeah. I think the desire to pray should just – should be fed out of that of like, man, I don't really offer anything. I don't bring anything to the table. I've got the greatest connection. I've got a – I've almost got a walkie-talkie to the creator of the universe. Okay. I want to use it. Yeah. I think a lot of people listening don't even know what a walkie-talkie is, but that's good, man. That's, that's right. <laughs>
0: it's way
1: cooler than a cell phone. <laughs>
0: That's great, man. Uh, Hamilton, I really appreciate you coming on, man. I'm sorry you've kinda had that frog in your throat. I'll do my best to edit it, you know what I'm saying? But honestly, <laughs> I, I think uh this is a great, great podcast for us. And I just think even the more we pray, um, the more we see how small we are and how big God is, you know? And um yeah, I just really I do pray that the people listening to this uh this episode of the CEO podcast can can really see that and see how important it is and that they'd be blessed by it. So uh, with all that in mind, man, thank you again for being here. Dude, this was awesome. Glad we got to do it. Absolutely. We'll have you back on for sure for another For another episode to our listeners, I do want to say thanks for listening and please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. That would help us out a lot. And if this has been beneficial for you, go ahead and pass, pass along a link to this episode or other episodes of our podcast to some of your friends um, that you think it could also be a blessing to them. With all that in mind, uh, thank you again to Hamilton and thank you to our listeners for listening. We will see you next time for another episode of the Campus Outreach Podcast. Take care we